So we are, we're, we're recording, we're just not live. No, it's, it's not a setup. So, y'all, I want to I wanna thank my people for coming out for my first episode, you know, of the morning after. Good morning, y'all. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, so, if we could just, you know, get a little toast. Can we pass a mimosa back to uh, Snag back there? Get him a mimosa going. Here we go. Y'all again so much for coming out for the morning after podcast, and here is to the first episode. All yes, right, right. Here we go. all right. So, everyone, thank you. It is your girl, Kai Michelle, is your host as the morning after podcast. Today, I got my people with me, I got my people all around me in big, major support with smiles on their faces. Now, something about my people, they always come with great conversations, great perspectives. It doesn't matter what we may touch on. So those of you who know me, who've been following me for a minute, even listening to me, you know that there's no limits to my conversation whatsoever. And if you didn't tell by the name of my podcast, The Morning After, like, what is she going to be talking about? So The Morning After, Lala, what do you think The Morning After entails us? Well, <laughs> my... I'm nasty, so I think like you know, you wake up from night out, and mm-hmm. that morning, that morning after drunk sex, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Drunk sex. Yes. Drunk sex. Jazz. What do you think the morning after is about? Uh, probably the same thing, but that walk of shame morning after type sex. Walk of shame. Yes. <laughs> mm. I ain't, ain't no shame in my game. Oh yeah, you. You right. No you right. Um, when I think about it, I think about uh, clapping cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely clap some cheeks the night before, and I gotta call my niggas to talk about it. Uh, not you talking about the morning after. Snag, what do you think the morning after setting is for? Uh, seeing as how this is a setup, um, <laughs> <laughs> pretty positive. It's about um, how man probably didn't <laughs> produce what he was supposed to, and we finna tear him apart. <laughs> Y'all. This your moment to stand up for all the men, bro. I want to give I want to give all y'all an A for effort. Uh, that's definitely not what the uh, the morning podcast. Is. Wow. Oh wow. The morning uh, after podcast is it's a podcast, so it's it's not gonna always just be one setting, but it's always gonna be a collective of stories that you can have the morning after, the morning after sex, the morning after a great experience. It doesn't okay. have to be sexual. The morning after something great happened, educational, something that made you feel good, whether it be an in-body experience, an outer-body experience, something you may just want to touch on, whether it be good, um, good emotions, you know, sometimes maybe even sad emotions, um, just that type of vibe that you can just lay in the bed the morning after whatever and indulge in a conversation like this or have a conversation with somebody that you could be laid up with or regardless of what you're doing the morning after, this is something that you can do. Okay, okay. I like so. it. That is the morning after. (laughs) But today in particular, I wanted to talk about um, a subject that has, that's definitely been going around in a lot of my different friend circles. And I've had this conversation with you guys on um, separate pages. And I really, really wanted to get to the nitty gritty of this conversation first. Um, So what I want to talk about today is the fact of um, how do you feel about open relationships? 
open relationships, Sheesh. open marriages. And is this something that you would incorporate in your life now, being the person you are? And what about the person you were five years ago? Would you be open to an open relationship back then? Anybody okay, want to start okay, us off? Okay, I'll start. All right. Right now, I don't want an open relationship because mm -hmm. I hate to have to beat the lady up. <laughs> you hate that the what? Beat the lady up. <laughs> <laughs> but um nah. Uh, right now, like I'm not in a space where I want to share. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Um now five years ago, yeah, I was with it because I felt like I wasn't getting everything I needed um within my relationship. And I mean you most people know like you're not gonna meet a person that satisfies you satisfies you completely, a hundred percent. You know what I'm saying? Um but where I'm at now, mentally, I feel like you can work on it. Mm -hmm. Like, y'all can learn each other. Um, and, you know, if y'all want to step out and, like, you know, do a little something, maybe like a little threesome or something, but talking about, like, all the time, nah, because I got trust issues. <laughs> and, um, but like, when I really... about communication. Yeah, yeah, but still, I get a little selfish sometimes. Fair enough. So, and you, I feel like it would be wrong for me to commit to that knowing that I'm selfish and mm -hmm. be like, right. nah. Yeah, so that's what I got to say about it. Um, for me, um, I think right now uh, where I am in life and what I'm doing to explore more about myself, mm -hmm. um, open relationships will probably be better for me. Um, the reason I say that is because, like Ashley said, you know, you can't get everything that you need out of one person, but there are stipulations to what I want in my open relationship. Like, it has to be, the communication has to be on point before anything. We can't go, oh, yeah, I just I just slept with this girl. I said, Did you ask me? Like, you know, there has to be the permission there. It has to be an understanding between me and my partner uh, with this open relationship. Five years ago, I don't, I couldn't tell you what I wanted because I was still figuring out myself. Like, I didn't love myself. I didn't know what love was or what it felt to be loved, uh, what it felt like to be loved for real. So I couldn't tell you what I would have done. Um, but today, knowing what I know about open relationships is not all that bad as long as the communication is on point. Mm. Okay, I like the sound of that. Man, I, I don't know. I, I'm indifferent on both sides. I think it really depends on the person that you're with. You know, like, cause you can be open to it, but if they not open to it, then I'm not open to it. If I'm open to it and they open to it, then I'm open to it. Right. You know what I'm saying? But kind of like she was saying, it's, it's boundaries though. You know, you can't just be out there doing what you feel like you supposed, you know, you want to do because you want to do it, you got these fetishes, so you're using this to get your fetishes off or nothing like that. Right. It's strictly about, like, if we if we literally, if we know for a fact we can't touch those uh, moments together, if we know for a fact that we won't be able to get those feelings that we're looking for in an open relationship together, not because we haven't talked about it, not because we haven't explored it or uncomfortable to talk to each other about it, if we literally just know for a fact that we won't ever be able to get that, okay, cool, I'm open for that. Mm -hmm. If I really love that person, you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. But if it's just more of like a, a lust thing or you want to step out because you're not 100% happy, I feel like those are deeper conversations. That it's funny that you mentioned that because it, it brought up to me the idea um, try to figure it out with your partner first. Right. And then if you can't work it out, then yeah, explore yeah. another possibility. Mm -hmm. right. that. I'm for that. That's exactly what I'm for. Yeah. That makes sense. Five um, years ago? Okay. Yeah, no. <laughs> no. Big no. Big no. Um, I think five years ago, not thinking back on it, I probably would have. Because I was married, and so I feel like I wasted a lot of time in that one marriage. Because we were together 15 years. Mm. So 
And he was cheating, so I feel like I, we should have had an open marriage. So we could have really did our own thing, and then we went through, we were together, you know, coming together. So back then I would say no, but now thinking back, I definitely would have been down with an open marriage, ne- open relationship. Now, um, I say no, but, I mean, there's always an option as far as, like, threesomes and stuff like that. I mean, you always want to spunk up something, so I feel like right. I wouldn't I wouldn't put it down. You know, I wouldn't just completely rule it out. But, you know. <laughs> It's kind of hard, yes, though, so. like, when they, like, with sex, when they come out of sex and stuff right. like that, I think it's the hardest thing, I think that's the hardest part for a simple fact of, like, once you open that door, it's going to enter, you know, you just mm-hmm. opening up a new world mm-hmm. of, mm-hmm. Right. all right, cool, you know, we're doing right. this. Well, we've been, we been doing this, so why do you want to stop now? Yeah, 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 but what if it gets too good? But what if I, it gets too good, See, man. that's where that boundary would come in at, though, because, like, if I open up my relationship, no, you can't double back to her. Like, no, mm-hmm. at this point, y'all in another relationship, right. and yeah. I got to shoot everybody. That's, that's, that, that's that backtracking, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Obviously, like, why do you keep going back? Me, if it were, if it were to come to an open relationship, I'm single right now, so if I were to go into a relationship, I'm not going into that relationship saying, oh, it's an open relationship. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, just like you two said earlier, it would definitely have to be a conversation that's had later on. Um, because if we just going into it and saying, hey, we're going to be in a relationship, but it's open, you know, in the beginning stages for me, I don't feel like what's the purpose of doing it? Like we, we could continue to do what we were doing. Mm-hmm. If you not ready to commit, commit, then I'm good. Now, as we start working and, and if, you know, all relationships have their trials and their ups and downs. Then with that could be like, okay, like, look, I'm, I'm not satisfied or not even I'm not satisfied. It's like, hey, I want to try something. You want to try it? Oh, yeah, I'm down to try it. Okay, well, then let's do it. Um, then I would think that that would be okay. Um, and then also going back and, and revisiting, like, old people from your old chapters, like, that would be, like, an absolute no. Yeah. And, it's enough for me. And I know people like, well, you know, you, you, you got to – you gotta wait, cross that bridge when you get there. Like I no. feel like that's just nah. I already know. That's just a non because you've been wanting to do this. You've yeah, you've been wanting to do mm-hmm. that. You've been wanting to do that. It's still a connection there. I don't like that. It's the connection. Correct. You're not gonna have your cake and eat it too. Mm-hmm. Not, not over here. Not in that sense. So I would have to, to cut it off. In my experience, right. though, like doing an open relationship, you it definitely doesn't need to be brought into the beginning of the relationship. Like you need to build a foundation because you're still right. learning about mm-hmm. each other. Yeah, you gotta learn each you other. Have to trust each other, build that yeah. trust. Even for me, I can trust you, but it, it's easy for me to lose your tr- my trust for right. you. So, as long as I, I can trust you, we built that foundation, we solid, and then we want to start exploring stuff. Cool, but we're not about to jump into this relationship. Like, hey, let's be open. No, no, because you, you, you haven't tried. Single. You don't know. Right, yeah. right. You single. So right here. You right. right. Yeah. And so, do you feel like it should be somebody that you, if you if you are in an open relationship, you feel like it should be somebody that you know, that y'all know together, or somebody that y'all don't know? I think that's Ooh, that's a good question. The, for me, something at the bridge has to be crossed when they get there, because. Um, we're all selfish, like you said, Ashley. We're all selfish, mm-hmm. right? So if I was in a relationship and then, like, my partner was like, yeah, um, I'm open to trying a threesome. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, cool. All right, with who? And he mentioned my best friend. I'm going to feel See, some now type I'm of a exactly. That's why you want to do my <laughs> best friend. Because how long you been wanting to freak her? So, <laughs> so when she over here, you looking at her? There's gonna, right. Those going to be the questions <laughs> that you get. Yeah. Be paranoid every time. Yeah, so she can't bad. come no more. After that, she can't never come no more. Yeah. Right, and then, like, it, for, for me, well, go ahead. I'm glad you said that because, 
see, now you don't really want an open relationship. Mm-hmm. Because you saying that, but if it's the best friend, what you mean you've been looking at her? But what if it's just a chick he's been looking at? No, boundaries, bro. That's boundaries. See, that's boundary you it's a girl code and it's a relationship code. I understand. I understand that aspect. Unless I brought my best friend into it. Like, Boy, I've been in, it's yeah. a, you know, I ain't, mm-hmm. I ain't gonna lie to you. Like, me and my best, my, I, I, I've slept with my best friend. But, I can still be around her as if nothing ever happened. Like she brought me into her relationship because they're they're swingers, and you know now I can still be around them like nothing ever happened because that's the kind of relationship that we have. But not everybody has that understanding. Some people like to make them little sly comments like, "Yeah, cause he had my stuff in his mouth." No, mm. don't mm. do that with my man. It's that, it's that deep and this, this when the fighting starts. How do the guy feel? He treats me like I, I'm a I'm a sibling. Like it's oh. it's no it's no awkwardness there at all. Like it's like what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Okay. You know what I'm okay. saying? So it, what happened that one time stay in that place and that one time and we don't have to bring it up. It what makes it awkward is when you want to relive the, the or situation. revisit the situation. Yep. Yep. I can't, yep. I'm not gonna do that with you because you then I'll, it'll be uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Who I was that time is not who I am right now. So if you bring that up, I'm gonna have to leave. Right. Yeah, like, all right. That's 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 a deep that's that's real, you know. And I guess it also d- would depend on like the people and the persons that are involved, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you know that your partner is sneaky and does sneaky stuff, mm-hmm. don't mean, like don't mean oh, don't even try it. Don't yep, nope, yeah. don't even nope. do it. But if you know you and your partner have like an extreme open line of communication, like to the point where it's just like, man, babe, I was at work and. No, my mom, she was trying to hit at me again. She was fine. She was fine. She was fine. Babe, what you do? What you do? Babe, look. Look, I ain't do nothing this time. I have to come let you know. You know, like, if y'all don't have that type of, like, if it's already, like, jealousy and stuff off rip. Yeah. um, I'm no relationship uh, expert yet. (laughs) <laughs> but I wouldn't visit that if your partner is already like you know jealous or that's you know, a trigger combative or just gonna. But see, you got things from the past and yeah. throw it up in your Ooh, face. You can't get right now. You shouldn't be getting into relationships when you're not mentally capable correct, of doing correct. it. Like you need to be. We your know that, jealousy. But the world don't know that. Absolutely, your jealousy is a hundred percent you. Whether your relationship is open or not. So if you're gonna accuse me of sleeping with the mailman, anyway, like. We don't even need we to have this conversation. Right, right. So it's yeah. already going to be an issue if we decide to make this open. So yeah, you ha- you have to be really careful with things like that. So mm-hmm. when it comes to open relationships, like you know, because a lot of women is okay with being just women. You know, so what do y'all think about a woman saying, "All right, cool, my boss at work was like, hi, you fine, blah blah blah, hitting up on her, like y'all y'all be okay bringing another man in too." Keep that same energy. Um, I think the other man is going to be like, nah. I would, yeah, I would feel like the man or any man that I mess with or will mess with this, the type of gym, the men that I mess with would be like, nah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, he ain't because doing now. Most men do, though. Right. And now I'm going to work, and I can't go to work the correct way because it's just like, oh, you going to work. Because it doesn't necessarily be benefit the man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like when it's a threesome with two women and a man. It benefits both parties, mm-hmm. but if you bring two men in and it's just you, my boy just standing there, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then really, don't no dude want to see you getting fucked like that. Though. He but, don't have to just stand there. Like also, if you watch porn. Nah, but yeah, so you want to do? He, he what if he just grabbed his balls? Like one, one person right here, <laughs> one person on this end. Like you know, yeah. they right. don't ever have to touch. I see what you're yeah, saying, yeah. But see, yeah. Like, yeah. See, well, for me, it was kind of weird because like when you say open relationship, I think about sex last. You know, because I'm like, 
are you leaving this open relationship to go seek some type of you know, financial, but that's a poly relationship. Okay. You get into different levels of so open relationships. That's, that, I guess that's what we gotta do. Like, that's, what so do the, now we now we touching on poly open mm-hmm. relationship. That's not open. That's a what that's is a, open. I, I open poly, it. Can you teach about poly real quick? Yeah. So there there are different uh, pillars of poly relationships. Um, the one that I identify with most would be bringing in a third person. Um, Polly is more so geared towards like the financial uh, okay. stability, okay. the family aspect of it. Like you have two girlfriends, one one guy, or yeah. you have two husbands, or that's Polly. Open relationships, they are really just, you know, what it is. It's it's we'll not somewhere. exactly. Yeah, you don't straight, like anal, but she like shit. anal. Are you okay with me doing anal with her? Like okay. you know, but Polly is when you get deeper into the the. Emotional the standpoint yeah. and everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Y'all begin to do everything together. Could, and y'all they, live, yes, could y'all live in a poly relationship household? It's a no for nope. me. No. It's I, a no I'm for me. I'm the queen bee. <laughs> it's a no for me because, um, you know what I'm saying, as a as a stud or, like I guess you could say, masculine represented woman, Come on. Women are stressful, okay? fuck. <laughs> and you want me to have two of them? It's a no for me. Leaving, huh? I drive myself nuts on the day. It's, <laughs> it's, atti- it's going to be the attitude, <laughs> the attitude for me. For because at this point, um, women are way more selfish than guys most times. Mm-hmm. And so... I'm selfish as fuck. So it's like, if y'all sitting there and... Once somebody at work and y'all sitting there watching TV, now she mad because y'all been booed up all day mm-hmm. and she was at work. You know what I'm saying? Or if y'all go out to eat without her, why y'all why y'all go eat with me? You know what I'm saying? Like it's unnecessary arguments. Because why y'all what? hungry and I'm I mean, not there? Because sometimes, you know what I'm saying? Why y'all hungry and I'm not there? You know that time of the month, you don't want to be bothered. Go go mess with that. And imagine one, three of them at the same time. <laughs> no. Now we into it every day. Snag, you said you think you could do it. Why you think you could do it? I think I can do it. Only if the girl is as into women as I'm into mm-hmm. women. Mm-hmm. Because if you can't, now you got the, the, the vision of why you spending time with Because mm-hmm. then when I'm not there, they spending time with each other. Because they genuinely like each other. Ooh. So you want a sister-wise relationship. But what right, if they right, like right. each other more than they like you? I, I mean, cool. what if they like each other more than they like you? That's cool. I mean, as long as it ain't nothing like Don't exclude me. Okay. You know <laughs> oh, God. Like, I say, you know, it's fine. As long as it ain't nothing really just like super lacking on, on my end. Like, you know, you doing something because you want something more than something anyway. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The only reason you go into open relationship, poly relationships, is because you're looking for something. Not necessarily. Not but you don't, you don't think so? Not that you're looking for something or you missing something. It's possible to just love multiple people. I mean, sometimes people don't feel like that, but I don't believe that we were literally put on this earth to be monogamous. I, I can't see us finding everything that we need in just one human being it, it's hard because i know i fall short in certain places like i'm not knowledgeable about a lot of things but maybe my sister wife she know how to create an llc right M- maybe i know how to build a house like right. maybe we could come together and we can we can build and it's really healthy for um the society we live in now too because nothing's going down in this world everything is getting more expensive right, right, right. having right. three incomes will set you up for success quicker than two in one how would so i hear what you're saying and I, I hear what you're saying as well when you talk about it being healthy um especially for the environment you have made an example like you know i may she may know how to start a business i can't you know i may cook but she don't but she mm. knows how to do like other things in the household and like you know we may have a part-time job, but the third person has a full-time job. Um, 
how would you, because a lot of things are, they turn around and get circled back towards the children. How would you operate in a household if you had children and you had a poly relationship? Um, how would you explain that to your kids? And would you give it to them straight, like raw, like this is what it is and educate them? Or like, like how would you educate your children about that? Their children about that? I think we're the only people that really question that because you know, Muslims and Africans, they've been doing things like this for years. For years, yeah. yeah. We are and it, it's the norm for them, but. But, for, but that's why I asked, what would you do? Because we're not them. Personally, I'm upfront with everything with my kids. Like mm -hmm. my daughter right now, she if somebody that's different is in her classroom, different as it may be, you know, wanting to be the opposite sex, she understands how to address them. That's good. Um, my, my daughter is comfortable with her sexuality. Um, she's comfortable with asking those kind of questions, mm -hmm. curiosity, because I don't want anybody to teach her because they're not going to teach her how I'm going to teach her. Right. right. They're going to yep. show her. And I don't want nobody to show her because then I'll end up in jail. Right. <laughs> so with, with that situation, like, you know, you have triple times the love. You have the triple the support. Right. Those triple the understanding, triple right. the care. Yeah. 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 Tri like three people to have your back. If, if somebody try to jump you, we all three of us right. coming. Outside at the bus stop. Right. Both my moms. Both my moms and my daddy on the way. Imagine saying that. I got two moms. Two moms. And a daddy. And a daddy. But it's important to teach your child to keep an open mind in general, not just with situations like sexuality or, you know, having two mommies and two daddies or two mommies and a dad. It's just teach your kid not to judge because Everybody no, no. House is, household is different. Mm -hmm. Just because you have a two-parent household don't mean your shit not dysfunctional. Right. Very I, true. I will say I, I commend my mother for that. So, like, definitely hats off to my mom, Miss um, Michelle, because growing up she was definitely like that. She always said if you've seen something and you didn't understand it, ask about mm -hmm. it. Ooh, yep. like don't sit there and stare. Um, I remember being in a grocery store one time with my, um, my, my older brother was in high school when I was in elementary and his girlfriend took me with her to the grocery store because my mom was cooking dinner, so she went to go get the stuff my mama needed. And there was a lady that was standing in front of us, and she was an amputee. She didn't have an arm. And, um, you were staring at the lady cop? No, 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 no. <laughs> my brother's girlfriend was staring at the lady, and she nudged me, and she said, guys, that lady doesn't have an arm. And I was like, I walked up to the lady, and I tapped her, and I said, what happened to your arm? And my brother's girlfriend said, Kai. And the lady turned around and she was like, literally, she like a shark bit it off. She was oh, a wow. shark, uh, a shark attack victim, mm. and oh. was a survivor. Man. And you could see the scars wow. and stuff. And I, I, I remember to this day, she had a shark around her necklace. I mean, shark uh, tooth on her. It wasn't. I don't know if it was real or not, but she did. And um, the lady, she told me, and then she was talking to my my brother's girlfriend at the time. And my, I'm I'm a little girl. I'm in elementary. So after she left, we got in the car, and my brother's girlfriend was like, "Don't ever do that again." That was Rude, that oh, was wow. I know. And I was just like, okay. So I felt a little bad when we got home. We went upstairs to the kitchen, and she was like, tell your mom what you did. And my mom was like, what did you do? And she was like, Kai went up to this lady in, in the store in Food for Less. I don't know if y'all know about Food for Less. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we got him in Chicago, we, too. She went up to the lady in Food for Less and was like, what happened to your arm? And um, I was like, well, mom, she didn't have an arm. And she was like, well, that's what I told her to do. You know, if Kai seen something and she wanted to know, be knowledgeable. Like, don't sit and stare, don't mm -hmm. play fingers, don't right. laugh, don't nudge, yep. which her big high school self was doing was, Kai, look at her arm. And like I'm being like, childish. You're the one being childish. but I, Extra and, childish. You know, in my case, I, that wasn't what I was doing. Mm -hmm. So I've, I've always been like that. So, and not even on the uh, sexual spectrum, just I, I think maybe that may be a part of the reason why I am now. 
but because my mom set that standard for us, um, just always made us like you know question like you know. That's a good practice that your mom yep. did, and I that, appreciate her dope. for that. Mm-hmm. That definitely wasn't in my right. mind. Right, I swear it wasn't in my mind. I'm either. staring at everybody. <laughs> I'm staring, at and my mom like, quit looking at them. Unless you're spoken to. <laughs> right. Get out. Yeah. Hey, children are seen and not heard. That's that. How well, do y'all feel about that? That's terrible. In, in 2021, it's levels to I, it. I gotta get rid. I kind of gotta shake that because I still got some some of my mama in me, yeah. and I know that it's um for growing up, kids growing up, it'll it'll make them lose their voice. Like, you're not supposed to say anything around. Like, for a long time, I didn't care who you were. I thought adults meant to be respected. Like, mamas, grandmas, you were older than me. You were right. Yeah, definitely. You're supposed to, but that means them disrespecting me too and I, I had to yeah you had to that. learn that yeah yep. I had so, to learn no, that too I don't, I don't appreciate kids and I supposed to be are supposed to be seen but not heard they they have a voice too mm-hmm. they have questions as long as they are respectful exactly they can respect ask them. Is a, that's why I say it's level yes. to it, it mm-hmm. it's, mm-hmm. yeah the respect I, thing comes I feel from like heaven. that whole um be seen not heard was very detrimental especially like on our generation growing mm-hmm. up um because we came from a generation where there are too many um you know, just people in our millennial that grew up as uh, sexual assault, sexual harassment victims, yeah. and yeah. Um, they were afraid to speak up. They were afraid to speak up because they were told to be seen and not heard. Right. And it's like, you know, this is being placed against me. This is happening to me. I'm not supposed to be heard. And mm-hmm. um, I yeah. was in trouble for calling yeah, cause adult a lie. You ended up getting in trouble for something that happened to you. Correct. Yeah, because the first thing they're going to ask is, so you saying so-and-so lying? And as a kid, mm-hmm. you you scared to t- say that an adult is lying because Ooh, then you that feel like that can't. Was a curse word yeah. in my house. Yeah. definitely yeah. couldn't say lie. Tell a story. I, you yeah. telling a story? Yeah. Definitely. Yep. I couldn't say that for a long time. It was a lot of words that now that I'm an adult, I feel like sis, the words weren't that bad. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like it was ne- they were never that bad. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. you lied on me. Yeah, you lied on me. It's yeah. okay you know? to say that. Defend yourself. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I've heard multiple stories where you have like your friends be like, you know, like they they auntie may have got some information wrong, and it's like I didn't do that. Right, I didn't. And it's like, yeah. oh, so you calling your auntie a liar, and it's like, um, um, yes. you don't know yeah. what to say back exactly. I'm kind of indifferent when it comes to that. Let's hear. And here's why, because now everyone, like we talked about last time we talked, everyone has an opinion. Everyone's talking when they don't need to talk. Mm-hmm. Everyone's pitching in on this, chiming in on that because yeah. they feel like they were so shunned out before that now I have to give unnecessary advice. And, I got, and I'm bringing people down while I'm doing that. See, and then you gotta okay. also think about the generation who raised us and what they came from and what that generation came from. Yeah. You wasn't, if you, especially if you was a black, especially if you was a woman, especially if you was a, you know, poor and black and a woman or a male or, or something like that. See, that's where a lot of the energy come from, from the simple fact of they didn't have a voice, mm-hmm. you know. Yep. And then when they was a kid, a lot of them weren't taught to be protected, you know. It's not, you know, be quiet because you need to respect adults. It's be quiet, don't say too much because if you say the wrong thing, then You're you could be in danger. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Somebody could yep. be in danger. So I don't think that, that it was purposely done to to shun us out or and to this day, you know, I don't even think they understand the seriousness behind, you know, what it happened. You but know. I can respect it. For the simple fact of, I do feel like a lot of my creative ability was shunned out by not feeling like I had a voice and things of that yeah. sort. Mm-hmm. But at some point, it also made me a better person. So it's pros and cons to it. Do you, but why do you think that? Why do you think it made you a better person being being shut out or being to- silenced? Because I grew I grew up around people that wasn't shut up, yeah. that wasn't silenced, and okay. I saw the way that they treat people oh. because they felt like. 
they have to respond to every situation. Yeah. They have to be it's like a defense mechanism almost. But it's also almost. part of growth, to, though, too. Like, I used to feel like I needed to defend myself a, a, against everything, and now I realize your reaction to something I did is totally everything to do with you and your upbringing. And right. if you're hell-bent yes, on misunderstanding me, that's what you're going to do. You're mm-hmm. going to misunderstand me. But I grew up being silent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, I, a lot of times I, I don't say a lot of things that I have on my mind unless it really pisses me off. Yeah, and that's, see, that's me too. Like, I'm not super confrontational, but if, and when it's time to be confrontational, I know how to be confrontational because I came and I seen that growing up from what I grew up with. But I also know since I was, when I was told I was a kid because sometimes I, I can't lie. I was in a business I had no business being in. <laughs> I was speaking on stuff I had no business speaking on or in conversations that I can't even understand because mm-hmm. of my age or my mental at that. You know, Facts, I, yeah. I feel like what they should have done was told us to get out the way in that moment and then came back and talked to and us explained later it. when mm-hmm. it was an appropriate time. Right. See, I, I, had, I had that. I had that. Um, so my mom and dad, they, they broke up well before I was, like, old enough to be. I, that was probably, like, one. But my dad has always been more so like, be free. You know what I'm saying? Do what you want to do. Say what you want to say. He ain't tripping. Um, he exposed me to a lot of things probably that I shouldn't have been exposed to as a kid. But um, I feel like it helped me along the way as I got older because he, his mindset was, if I show you and if I tell you, ain't nothing else nobody in the street can show you or tell you that you would know. But my mama, on the other hand, she told me about like bills and life, but when it came to real life shit, she yeah, to the street, she she was like trying to shelter me from it. You know what I'm saying? I come yeah. from she's the only girl out of four four brothers. And I mean, shit, they were selling dope, you know what I'm saying, doing whatever. And when I'm seeing them, she like, Y'all don't need to take Ashley around there. But when I go to my daddy house, that's what I'm doing. Tell you know me what you saying? came without telling me you came. <laughs> right. 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 <laughs> like le- legit. Right. So um it, it was like when I went to my dad's house, I could do whatever, I could say whatever, you know what I'm saying, and I felt free. But when I got to my mama's house, I was always, like, shy in a way, you know what I'm saying. I I feel like it took me a long time to get out of that. I was, I don't know, I, I was in college for a long time, don't judge me. But, um, <laughs> I was a ten-year college student. <laughs> right. But I got an engineering degree, so that don't matter. Professional um, student. <laughs> you just learn how to do it. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, but it took me a minute, like, once I got to school, and I'm like, all right, I got to start speaking up for myself. You know what I'm saying? I got to take what my daddy told me and showed me, and it's got to push out what my mama said. Because I live with my mama, so the majority of my my life, I learned from my mom. And then the times that I saw with my dad, you know, it's, it's gangster shit over there, like, mm-hmm. whatever. So, I feel like when I get to the point where I have kids or whatever, um... I want them to have that balance. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a respect thing, for one, because as a kid... yeah, respectful thug. Yeah, definitely. Classy (laughs) thug. Yeah. (laughs) I like the classy one better. (laughs) But did you completely push out what your mom did, or did you just know when to apply what your mom did? It's a balance. I can see it. It's a balance between the two. That's what I was saying. When people yeah. watching, I can I can I can get that from you. Like you're very silent, but you know how to be around people when you need to be around people. Yeah, so. yeah. So yeah. it's like like sometimes I, I know when to shut up and I know when to keep talking. And I first of all, I'm a very like analytical person. Mm-hmm. So whenever I'm in the room, I'm watching everybody. Mm-hmm. I can tell you what 15 people had on. You know what I'm saying? And I can tell you like a thousand faces. Ooh, I can't and even don't let what I ate this don't morning. let me be high because I haven't seen everything. Being, <laughs> being around. Being around you for like the last year, 
I definitely know that you peep a lot. Yeah, I, I watch things. Very, very analytical. Pick up. You definitely audio. somebody that you need around. Yeah, I pick. I pick up because I'm that friend that. I, I can be classy, you know what I'm saying? I can be nice, but if we want to get on some gangster shit, I can go there too, you know what I'm saying? Dude, I'm to 100 real fast. <laughs> <laughs> they ain't ready. <laughs> they don't, they don't, because, because I'm so chill, when I do switch over, I lose it, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yep. But I, I yeah, don't, don't switch yeah, over. Please, I don't, I'm I don't peeped it. I'm I don't seen everything. Like, <laughs> I, I, need I see peace. you get hot a little bit one time. And I'm yeah. Like, <laughs> well, my anxiety will go out the roof. I'm such a peacekeeper. If I see that shit, I'd be like, oh, my God, oh, Ashley. Oh, <laughs> Everybody going to fall out because I'm it's, cry. it's just not my thing. Just please, right. let's, go. let's just go. Yeah. Let's just go. Yeah. And I, I guess that, that that's a, a balance between my mom and my dad because my yeah. dad, he going to shoot off every time. But my mom... She'll blow up at the end. You know what I'm saying? And then when, by the time she blow up, you're looking like, now, well, damn, what do we do now? Like, oh, yeah. can I ask the Never question? Never seen since like yeah. this. How do you think um, how we were raised? You know, we all, it all, I was telling Kadi the other day, it seems like even though we're different people, we all had the same experiences with yeah. our parents. Like, yeah. and I, I appreciate that so much. Not that I, I'm happy that we all deal with traumatic experiences, but mm -hmm. I'm happy that we all can come together it feels good and not to be alone. relate to it. Like, right. It feels good to not be alone. So with that said, how do you think our relationships or our upbringing shaped our ideologies on open relationships or uh, monogamy or being loved or the idea of poly? So for, I'll go ahead and go first. For me, I feel like um, my upbringing definitely would shun the fuck out of an open relationship. Facts. You know, like mm -hmm. my grandmother, may she rest in peace, like, she'd be like, what? What's an open what? Right. And even though um, when I when home. I came into the picture, she, she wasn't married. So me growing up, um, I didn't really get to see like a healthy marriage relationship. Mm -hmm. Like my mom and dad were uh, separated, divorced uh, when I was a kid. My mom was married to my younger brother and sister's uh, dad, but they were divorced. My grandmother and grandpa was split up. Yeah. My other grandmother. So I never seen like a full healthy relationship. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, based upon movies and conversations and what should be, you know, definitely monogamy is what they wanted for us to have. Yeah. Um, but then also being around and seeing like you know the women and the men in my family is like, dang, like I see where help could have been assisted there, or if you opened up here, you know, as an adult, maybe something else would have worked out for you different. Struggle so, seems to be our, our identity. Correct. So, like, seeing that growing up, like, I know for sure, like, an open relationship, like, with them, that would definitely be a no, you know, like, just off of the way that I, I was raised. Yeah. But off of the way that now that I, I don't want to say raising myself, that I'm experiencing life, I can see how important or how necessary to be in an open relationship could be because of the benefits of it. Now, I still believe that I will still be monogamous. Um, if something happens along the lines, then hey, it just happens. Um, but I know for sure my family, the way that they were set up, it would be like a, a heck no. But and it they takes may, a village. They may, stop, they may stop talking to me. Oh, like that no. Too. Yeah, like my, my family, like I feel like I'm the only person that's still introducing them to like same-sex relationships. <laughs> hey, they facts. don't like it. But see, the no, thing is, like I think the way they I put my people on. We don't have anybody knowingly in my family yet that is they out there, yeah. They just scared to say but something. I, I feel like I'm right the only, I'm not only the, the only person right now. That I be telling them like, you, you wrong, right? Yeah. Why they over right. there doing that? Why are you worried? Right. 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 But see, that, yeah. but the crazy part about that type of thing, like the judgment that comes from being in an open relationship, is 
our grandparents weren't as perfect as they portrayed them. They was in open relationships. And Barbara right. and, and Shirley came from somewhere. It didn't come out of nowhere. Hey. Exactly. <laughs> Daddy Pinnell. had two homes. Like, he had two households. Like, if you always been in an open relationship. It's just it now, just are you willing said. to accept what comes with it? Like, it, are you, wow. the communication. You've right. always been a product of an right. open relationship. Because I'm going to tell you. My, both my parents cheated, and they didn't think I heard it, but I heard it. But So my thing is, <laughs> like, when my uh, my grandma and my granddad was together 40-plus years, you feel me? Mm. And um, after he passed away, my grandma was like, I knew about all the women. Ooh. So she was definitely in an open relationship. It just wasn't said. Mm. She said women called her phone. You know what I'm saying? The only thing she would say is, whatever y'all got going on outside this house, leave that outside my house. Don't call my house about nothing mm-hmm. he got going because that's between y'all. Yeah. She said the only problem I had with him is he go out there and make them kids and then want to own them. So my grandma was the one calling these baby mamas up, like, bring them kids over here. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, that's a strong so, one. hey, she a real one. That's but a but one. the thing is, like, the it was growing up, you never would have thought that that was going on. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, so they they were still they together. Thanks so much. Yeah, they were still together, but it wasn't. I still wouldn't say it was like an example of a happy marriage. They didn't sleep in the same bed. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it was they they came together on certain things, but for the most part. It was very, you do your thing, you do our thing. But they depended on each other mm-hmm. because right, right, my right. granddaddy couldn't read or write. Yeah. Oh, but wow. so if the bills got paid, my grandma did. And he brought the money in, yeah. you know she what I'm saying? But yeah, she took what. So she said, as long as that money coming in, I don't care what he do. You right. know what I'm saying? On the outside of the house. He's taking care of me. She already had two kids before they got together. Yeah. He didn't have none. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So See, it was one it. of them things where she like, this man has stepped in and, and took a responsibility that somebody else, right. you know what I'm saying, didn't. So she cared more about him than anything. Right. So they've been doing an open relationship thing. They just ain't been saying it. Yeah. yeah. It, I was, it was silent. Yeah. But, see, that's appreciated, though. Like, she stuck around because she knew that it, there was a need. Like, you guys were better together than apart. Than apart, yeah. The yeah. household maintained because we were together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're me, I need you. Right. And, and what I was going to say was it takes a village to raise children. Yeah. And it takes a village to raise, I mean, to, to be supported in general. So why is the idea of poly so taboo to people? Like, why can't I have three ho- incomes? Three $50,000 incomes? Yeah. I think Come it's on. because of how we were raised as far as church-wise goes as well. Because, you know, a lot of people Amen. are in the church. But they and were so hiding. Of course, but as far as, you know, the church, you know, it's only, it's no same-sex marriage, it's no open relationships, it's none, none of that. that. It's husband, wife, that's that on that. But it's the pastor, the pastor so. sleeping with uh, Exactly. But the, right. Right. Not we, just the pastor, the deacons that. too. We don't learn that aspect until we get older. Until you get older, exactly. And you, know, and you we start. didn't know that the preacher was messing around or the deacons. Because we right. in the child's place. And the musicians are gay. Yeah, you don't know none of that. We don't because know Because children are seen and not. We're raising the church as, okay, they're married, they're married, they're married. Okay, that's what I'm supposed to do. We're supposed to do it right here, just right. like that. But we were you raised up on the right. lie, is what it's coming out to be. Because instead of our parents being real with us, like you know, sometimes they did and had us. We grew up with unrealistic expectations. Like I, I thought life. I was gonna be married at 25 with a, a big house and a picket fence. I grew up just to have sex. Well, period. period. <laughs> <laughs> Got tired of sneaking in my mama's house, Lord. Well, <laughs> Can't wait to get my own house. Always, yes. Like I'm a pros and cons type of person. Right. So. Whenever I look at every situation, I try to look at perspective and the, and the reason behind why a lot of stuff happened the way it happened. And I'm going to say, like, I don't necessarily think that, okay, I do think a lot of were manipulated by the church and by religion and things of that sort. But I also think, like, you have to think about your mom and your dad, you as a 17, 18-year-old, 
female with how um, guys are and how, you know, it's vultures. You know, they're just being honest, it's vultures. So you come into your mom with an idea that may strictly come from you. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But you're 17 or 18 years old, and you say, hey, mom, I want to be in an open relationship. And me and my guy, we talked about it, and we're going to do it. How does that sound to a woman that's been through life and have been out there with men? When her 17 or 18 year old, 16, 15, whoever it is, it, you, you're going to introduce them to something that could be beneficial once you have a complete understanding of it. But if you don't have a complete understanding of it, you can also be manipulated, and then you can be the one harmed because he would use you or she would use him. I'm not, you know. But that's where your the honesty comes in with your parents. Though our parents lied to us. I don't know about you guys, but my right. mom lied to me about a lot of things. She never explained sex. She just told me, "Don't do it." And if you come home pregnant, you're getting kicked out. And my parents got divorced when I was 13. That was the worst time to get divorced because I went straight into high school. My daddy decided yeah, he didn't want to be around no yeah. more. I can see your perspective. So I think a level of communication and even being open-minded, and I'm practicing this with my kids too, being open-minded as a parent is important too because I'm, I'm learning about my kids on a daily I'm learning about my children on a daily basis. It is never not a learning experience. So they're teaching me. And I think if my mom had to listen, she I would have been able to teach her too. Like she thinks yes, I'm I crazy on because that 100%. I want to go to therapy. No, I'm not oh, crazy yeah. because yeah. I want to go to therapy. I, I, I want to go to therapy because I want to heal from things that I don't know about. Right. Mm-hmm. But if she had to listen to me growing up, like, Mama, this divorce is affecting me in a way that I can't explain. I'm going out mm-hmm. looking for love from men or from boys that don't even care about me. Right. Teach me about sex. No. She just said, don't have sex and don't bring home no babies because you're getting kicked out. And sure enough, when I turned 21, no, when I turned 20, I got pregnant with my daughter and she kicked me out. Did she? She did. She did. And she didn't talk to me for four months. And you know. I don't know why. Why do I speak for black moms? Why do black mamas do that? It's it ain't even it ain't I even think, a pregnant thing though because I got threatened to be put out when I told my mama I was gay. My mama did so, that to my sister too. I think it's, I think and that, that was ooh, that was tough. My sister left up. when she was sixteen because my mama didn't like her lifestyle. She didn't want her playing basketball because basketball was for boys, and mm. she and she wanted us in dresses and skirts. But my sister has always been different. My sister ran away when she was fifteen and she moved to Houston when she was sixteen. That is no way for a 16-year-old still trying to figure out life, figure out identity, to live. Right. Like, they need their mom now more than ever during this identity crisis. They don't... You yeah. got the world telling you that being gay is an abomination and you're going to hell, not knowing that telling me that I'm going to hell is also an abomination and you're going to be there with me. Right. Right. Eating pork is also an abomination. You're going to be in hell with me. Yeah. Getting sin tattoos. Sin, no matter what the sin yeah. is. It, yeah, yeah, no sin, sin is bigger than, bigger than the next and, um I, that was definitely something difficult for me. Uh, one, I didn't get the opportunity to tell my mama. My basketball coach told my mama. Oh, man. Um, so that kind of took away from what I felt like Can was I something. Why? You know, I really don't know. Um, I don't know why she told her because I wasn't the only gay person on the team. It was a, it was a slew of us. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> definitely, no, 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 definitely, no, 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 definitely had the school on lock. But... Uh, <laughs> When she told her, you know, we had just finished the game, and you know how it is, like, when you finish a game, you're kind of just moving around in the gym. And uh, we got in the car, and she was like, uh, what's this your coach talking about you gay? Oh, and I was wow. sitting in the back seat, and I was like, what? Did your heart drop? 
in the flow. I'm talking about hard in my ass. So I said, what? She was like, your coach said she saw you kissing in the hallway. Now, mind you, you know what I'm saying? I ain't shit. Who's not a coach? Petty. Never trust. Uh, never. I quit the team. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so after that, like I told her, I was like, "Mama, be honest with you. I ain't she lying because one thing I don't do is kiss nobody in the hallway. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so that part ain't true. I said I do got a girlfriend. You know what I'm saying? But we ain't kissing in the hallway. I said I walk to class, we hug, and that's that. That ain't gonna happen. Listen, when I say I was in the back seat, she turned around and jacked me up from mm-hmm. the front seat. Oh my god. I'm like, all right, so I'm sitting in the back seat crying. She like, that ain't finna happen in my house. I immediately shut down. You know what I'm saying? I so so at again, this point, yeah. yeah, so at this point, you know what I'm saying, it was either do I leave? Because I had friends that was gay, you know what I'm saying, that left, that moved out their house. But yeah. I didn't feel like I was capable enough to, to, that, to, to survive, you know right. what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, like going you're to college, kid, yeah, kid, going to college and all that was a part of my life. Like I mm-hmm. wanted to do that. And what I refused to do is be gay and broke. You know what I'm saying? Okay. <laughs> like, that, it ain't going to work out. So my had friends telling me, like, man, go on, leave. You know what I'm saying? You can come stay with us because it's 15 gay niggas in one house. I don't want to do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, What's going so, on? It's food at your mama's house. Yeah. So I'm like, it's food in my mama's house. You know what I'm saying? We get into it every now and then, but I can deal with it. Right. Um. So I stayed. But during that whole time from 15 to 18 when I moved to college, like, I came home, my mama cut my clothes up, you know what I'm saying? Oh, clothes man. that I done bought, you know what I'm saying? Like, because at this point, she done took my cell phone. She's trying to take everything from me to stop me from being gay. But it's like, it ain't going to stop nothing. So it was mm-hmm. like, we didn't have, that was at 15. Me and my mom didn't have a conversation, like a le- legit conversation about it until I was 25 years old. Mm. From that, between 15 and 25, it was just like one of those things that we didn't talk about. I, I brought women around, you know what I'm saying? But it wasn't like, I always felt uncomfortable yeah. around yeah. Because her. Because of that situation. But, she because, yeah. See, you always, it's yeah. psychological. And that's what I told that. her. She was like, how long you going to hold that over my head? And I said, what you don't understand is, so I needed you the most that. at that <laughs> point in my life. Yes, I said, right. because right. I'm 15 years old. You're right. I didn't know what I was doing. You know what I'm saying? But instead of you hearing me out and, and listening and trying to understand what you I was going through. You, you took it to a whole nother level, and you got mad and put your feelings into it. Yeah. It wasn't about you. It was I, I said it was never about you. So And it took my mom to get sick. I mean, like, I'm talking about damn near dead, mm. to understand that it's more to life than worried about who I'm sleeping with. Because yeah. at the end of the day, and I told her, mind you, by that time, by 24, 25, I had graduated from college. Mm. And I told her, I said, so this whole time, You've been mad at me for being gay, but I've been I've been doing my thing. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, you 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 never seen my accomplishments you never, because yeah. I'm gay. So you were so, so mad. So she was like, you know, I apologize, blah blah. Now you can't beat her bragging. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying about it? But I'm like, mom, I needed you the most, right. and you shut me out completely. And she like, well, you can't hold it on my head, sis. It's a lot of stuff. I just yeah. won't put myself out there to do no more. Right. right. And, and what parents don't realize is, they set themselves up. For you to kind of like treat them different, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like you forgot how you treated me, regardless if I was a kid or not. You right. forgot. Yes. You can only manipulate mm-hmm. a child so much, so much, and for yeah. so long. You remember, you remember that shit. You, it's, and it's, sometimes that stuff it hits you randomly too. You be like, she, oh she god, she cut up. He did that shit. Right, right, right. Hey, my, my mama, mama to, this, to this day it echoes in my head when the the day she kicked me out, she was like, I stumped that baby out of your stomach. Oh. Why would you say that to me? Like, she's so angry that I got pregnant because she thought I ruined my life. And she was like, you're not going to finish college. You're not going to do anything. You're always going to remember that. Because my mama was 18 when she had her first child. And that's like the family curse. 
like for my family mm-hmm. is that mostly everybody Early was 18, crazy. 19, yeah. 20 when they had kids. But I was, I, gee, I was so determined to prove her wrong after she said that. My sister took me in, and for them four months, my sister taught me how to be up. The first word she said to me when I found out I was pregnant, she was like, just go into this like you're doing it by yourself. I hate to have that mentality, but I, I, I have to understand that even if I was married, that person may not always be there with me forever. Yeah, right, but those, right, she yeah. she sat down and she leveled with me. My mama told me she was going to stop my baby out my stomach. Yeah. And then I graduated. I got two degrees. I owned my first home when I was before I was 25. And you know what? I I love my mama. And I'm sure we all do, no matter the trauma that they put us through. But I just can't, I can't, I can't. Certain I can't let, let go. her off the hook for stuff like for that. For certain right, stuff like right, that, yeah. Well, detrimental. Have y'all had a conversation about it? She like, wants. She doesn't want to. Ta- she's like. She says same thing. You gonna hold that over my head? I think y'all yes, but like a she doesn't want to. She's Our like, moms ain't going for that one. See, no. Hey, yeah, no. Let me tell you what I'll, she said. I'll just say this real quick. When it comes to black women and their black daughters, they don't want to hear us out completely mm-hmm. because yeah. it's gonna mm-hmm. instantly go into disrespect mm-hmm. that was old don't bring That's that, that word. up yeah um, i'm your mama everything mm-hmm. was you know, disrespectful like, everything was disrespectful for knows sure i love michelle um but I, I remember one time like getting in uh going back and forth with her and she she like she hit me and i was like my mom don't hit me and she got so mad she yeah. was like i'll fuck you up i brought you into the and this is yeah, me i'll take you out me and mama squared <laughs> up in the living room <laughs> I, I was like no but mom that ain't that ain't cool like right. I, like you keep doing i don't want to you me, to hit me like mm-hmm. and i would tell anybody that you know if i was dating a man yeah. i'm gonna let you know nigga don't hit me mm-hmm. you know if i got a friend and you drunk you mad girl don't put your hands on mm-hmm. me yeah. my siblings don't hit me because I'm it's, not going to hit you. But it's respect. But you, you taught me how to be like that. Right. It don't, but then, it but don't, don't, it don't apply to them, Don't put your hands it on a person, them. period. Every, Why would you intentionally want to harm somebody? Yes. And so what I was saying when it comes to black girls and they black moms, it's always that, that it's like that pullback. I, uh, I don't know if y'all watch comedy, but uh, Mike Epps, underrated, never, uh, never faded. Right. When he was talking about like black moms on the phone about oh, their right. daughter, like mm-hmm. yeah. she, she didn't, she didn't, she didn't grew some titties. I had to stump that she bitch. Smelling her she smelling her ass now. Nah. Yeah. Put them between the washing yeah. machine and dryer. It's like that's funny, but it, that's like a it's, it's, it's real life. No. That's exactly how my yeah. mama did me. Hey, my, some I, worse than others. I blocked my mama hit for me, and she called the police and said I attacked her. She hit me. I swear to God, she was trying to take my phone and she hit me. and I did this, and she was. Like, you gonna hit me? I was like, what? what? Right, I'm, I'm no. trying to defend me myself. Hey, all I did was bomb my fist up, and sh- it was over with. You would have thought. Her, I said, you that mad that you want to hit a grown man? Mm. She got mad, huh? Yeah. She like, get out of my face. I'm going to for the slap. Right, so, right, right. Mm-hmm. So, that's, so when you tell me you're grown, they really hate that, it. You're, that you're here because we hear perspective from women and their mamas. What was it like growing up as a uh, male? Around your, uh, mom, man, your my, black mom. My family is is women dominant. Mm. Like if you know my mom, if you know my grandma, they are some. They like, you know. Very very strong, yeah, strong-minded open, Southern yeah. country women. Yeah, Where are you from, I, man? I'm from Mississippi. Okay, I'm shout out to the Mississippi. And uh, my mom was just like that towards me, but see me, I stay clear, stay out the way. That's why I say when I say the creative cut off, I was just like, that's how they are. I was able to look at people from perspective at an early age. 
mm. which is why I didn't get into a lot of trouble, which is why I didn't do a lot of crazy and dumb stuff, which is why I always stayed clear of a lot was of stuff. Was your dad around? Yeah, yeah, my pops was around. My pops was cool. My my pop, But see, my parents worked a lot, too. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, my mom's in retail. Everybody know retail. You go on holidays. You go on blah, 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 blah. That's when they're doing their biggest sales. And my dad was in country. So country, you gone all the time. Yeah. Year, you know, all times of the... And he was the manager, too, uh, of that. But um, Was your house the party house? <laughs> oh, a- absolutely. Yeah. Like, my family was the it, party. It was the kids with, with parents with jobs like that. Let me be going over there. Yeah, my mama, <laughs> it wasn't no parties yeah. at mine. We always had company over. We always had people over. We always had stuff like that. But my mama when it came never. down to, like, discipline and stuff like that, yeah, the same way y'all saying y'all mom was with y'all, the reason why I always get feed in is because it was the same way with us. Don't go out there and get that girl pregnant. Don't go out there and have sex. My mom told me, uh, oral sex causes cancer. <laughs> <laughs> Smart woman. I'm dead. I'm going dead ass. No, nah, girl, you can't go down there. You can't suck dick. Nah, nah, my mama told me oral die. sex causes cancer. You know what I'm saying? Like, in so you my, scared the whole time. And I was, I was my whole, whole time you think you feel me on chemo. In two days. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Don't put that in your mouth. I can't go down there, man. I'm going to get cancer. As soon as a girl get to ask you that, did you know that they could get, get you? Up, get up, get up. Get up. Come on, man. Nah, but yeah, but like, when it came out of discipline and stuff like that, like, you know, like, black women, black moms, and in general, I think it's just because that era, that, I don't know if I'm giving them an excuse or is it just me trying to find a perspective out of it and trying to find an understanding. I think it's just that that mad era that they grew up in. Oh, yeah. just so mm-hmm. Because it's, it's one know? of those things where you can only teach what you know. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? Exactly. So it's like now we we in a time where things are more Way out different. there. Yeah. You yeah. can figure, yeah. you can learn stuff. Kids are learning things now that I had no idea. no idea. You know no what I'm saying? Idea. So that's the TikTok. Right. That's the TikTok. <laughs> it, social Google? media period. The internet has changed the game. That's why I don't hold it against Shout out to the people yeah. that said you ain't right. ever going to have, you always going to have your calculator with you, but I got it on me every day. Here he is. Listen. What's a million divided by three? Hold on. Very. Yeah. yeah, this day yeah. a lot of kids are, you know, they're open to expressing themselves, you know. It's, yeah, it's but way different than it was before. So when, right. you, when they were growing up, that it wasn't like that. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's one of those things where they can only teach you what they know. Prime example. Exactly. And I don't want to keep talking about gay stuff, but... No, it's fine. Um, it's, it's a part of life. It's like, my mom, I was going through her yearbook or whatever, and I'm like, shorty, for sure gay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, stud. Right, stud. yeah. Oh, so sweet. then my mama brought her picture up on Facebook. I'm like, definitely a stud, for sure. <laughs> so my mama like, yeah. She had a boyfriend. Everybody pretty much, she was on the basketball team. The basketball team, that's what <laughs> she um, She was like, uh, <laughs> she was like, she was on the basketball team. She had a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Um... But every, no, everybody thought she was gay, but nobody knew. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. But the lady got kids, you know what I'm saying? It was one of those situations where, like, gay women back in the day, they had men, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But right. then all of a sudden when they get 40, they got a girlfriend. <laughs> They, they, they been, got three kids, though. They got right. three kids, though. And it's right. like, where do these kids come from? Sis? Right. What you been doing? They were selling. <laughs> exactly. That, to please their family. They were yeah, selling their to, please they, to please yes. their family because it was one of those things that nobody ever talked about. Mm-hmm. So it's, it, they, they did what they knew. So when it came down to me, I guess my mama thought it was going to be like, only well, a I, phase. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it was a phase. Mm-hmm. Like, nah, mm-hmm. sis, I'm doing and this. Then, like, also, like, with stuff like that, like, just look at how it's set up, like how it was set up for you. You couldn't be gay and be in the military. Yeah. You couldn't be right, gay right, and yep. do this. You do nothing. Yeah. So it's like coming from the 50s and 60s, they raised by somebody in the 50s and 60s. You black. 
Yeah, that's what my mama said. My mama said that she thought I was gonna get killed. She was like, "You go outside." You go outside like that, somebody gonna kill you. I said, I, I hate doing to see that. it. You know what I'm mm, saying? Yeah. I, that's why I told her, I said, man, it's a different time. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, since we doing this, like, yeah. and I know, and I, I'm not, I'm the first to be like, you know, I'm not like a huge supporter of like gay pride. Um, but I understand like everything that they did for us to be at this point. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Right. It's like, I, I'm not scared to go outside and somebody gonna, can, yeah, and shoot yeah, me. Imagine you know what having what to water down yourself because it makes yeah. somebody else uncomfortable. That you ain't scared to be right. you. That's, yeah. what the, that's what I, if it's anything that I would say about our parents, I think it was the fact that me, and you can ask her, like, if I believe in something, if I, if this me, I'm you gonna, gonna do stand it. on that 100%. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, they didn't have that courage. You to know, do none of that. For the simple fact of what they went through, mm-hmm. which is why when you was pregnant and you was a young age, she don't have no baby, what you doing having the baby? Because if she would have had a baby, when she yeah, definitely she looked down upon. One, I could buy alcohol. Right, right. But yeah, but to them, it's like. Her age growing up in the 80s and 90s. Yeah, definitely. She would have got beat up every day. Exactly. So it's like, that's where they speak. Nah, my sister had them hands. I don't know if she got beat up. My sister is gay, too. Yeah. But gay, being gay is not new to our family. (laughs) I never got beat up. Not for that. (laughs) My uh, my brother, he's gay. My sister, she's gay. My cousin is transsexual, Sydney Starr. Um... Then there's me, you know. I don't identify as anything. I'm just here in these streets. Amen, amen. I'm just, I'm just out but here. But see, that, and that's crazy because, and it's so funny. Um, as I got older and I started to meet more of my mom's side of the family, the gay shit comes from her folks. <laughs> okay, <laughs> <laughs> I ain't no gay people hey, on my dad's side. I ain't, I ain't met. I, I'm the, I'm the gay person in my family on my dad's side. I get to meet her cousins, sister. This shit come from your folks. It's your blood, <laughs> sweetheart. So why? Ain't it? So then she like, I wonder did they not come around because of how somebody felt? More than likely, exactly. If they mamas was like you, yeah. I'm like, if they mamas was like you, you know what I'm saying? They never felt comfortable. But now they older, you know, they in their forties or whatever. And I seen they. Matter of fact, they live out here in Dallas. You know, shout out to Erica and Tamika. Um, but it was like. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, so I get to looking. I'm like, sis, you was telling me, oh, I'm talking about mad at me. These young people, yeah, don't do that. Yeah. But it's it's one of those things where I feel like they nobody ever knew. You know what I'm saying? Because my cousin Tamika, she a whole son. She got two kids though. And grandma knew. If any, if ain't nobody oh, else knew, oh, grandma, grandma knew. knew. Oh, granny knew. Granny is clutch. Grandma always lady. saying some shady shit. Granny be knowing. Definitely. Boy, that yeah. boy got grandma some sugar in his tank. He look gay, look yeah. Uh-huh. He he's sweet. First thing she said was Ashley thinks she a boy. Sis, no, I don't. I don't think that. <laughs> No. One experience I can say that may be something similar uh, is that like all my people play sports and all my my uncles all American sports you know about to get scholarships going to college and, and blah, blah 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 and I played football and I just I, I played football and I was good at football but it was never Why like Why you a, good? I love football you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you didn't want to go definitely. back. Definitely. Yeah, I didn't never was like ooh I'm Player, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And then I played sports, and I was getting sports. I was getting overlooked in the sports by the coaching center. I'm like, okay, cool. I ain't finna come out here and prove myself every day. Right. But I ended mm-hmm. up doing um, band and music and stuff okay. like that. Yeah. You like that? Yeah. And, and that I was your thing. Yeah. But see, I remember growing up, and then, like I would hear my uncles, I would hear people say, "This boy want to go and be in band." You know what I'm saying? They want to go and, and yeah, because see, choir. yeah, they, want, they wanted to see you in football. Yeah, yeah they want to see right. you in football. But see. Um, 
and I'm not holding this against my parents, so I just want to throw that out there. But they didn't really come to any of my band stuff, you know, like because they didn't I, feel like it was the same. Like, but yeah, it just it just wasn't as mm-hmm. important to them. So you know what I'm saying? When but you remember to, stuff like that. Exactly. Yeah. My dad, my that dad did me like that. that. So that when was, it comes down to like men, I guess like with you in the pregnancy, it's like if you're not doing the traditions of sports, if you're not being it's this a tradition. Guy, you see, the crazy part is, is cheerleaders was getting hold. Male cheerleaders, they got hold. Mm-hmm. Just to uh, yeah. to to reiterate what you was just saying though, snack. I remember my, uh, I remember doing the same thing when I was in school. I wasn't athletic. I'm not athletic. My whole family that. Volleyball, softball, track, basketball. And I, I tried all the sports. No. Got hit in the face with a softball. I'm out. You want me to keep running up and down this court? No. Track and field, you want me? No. I'm, even though I run now. But anyway, nevertheless. Um, but I remember asking my mom, because she signed me up for singing lessons. Because my drama teacher told me, she's like, you can sing. She's like, but you're a little tone deaf. You just need a little bit of help. And, like, she just wouldn't do it. And I just yeah, kept nagging no her, nagging her, nagging her, nagging her. That was me and soccer. And she wouldn't do <laughs> Man, it. Man, they used to send that paper home with the soccer every every month. Bro, Mom, can up. I play soccer? No. With, with that happening, I would be like, dang. So now, like, as I start to get older, uh, like, through high school, she would hear me sing. And she'd be like, you can sing. I sing here, sing there. And I'd be like, no. Like, I, I don't, don't want to sing. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I, at one point, I wanted to be a singer, mm-hmm. but then I didn't get what I needed, and then I felt like, you know, going to school and trying out for different stuff, and they would tell me, uh, you're not getting the notes right. I'm okay, whatever. So that, that dream died, but then mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know what I want to do, but I know me, Kai Michelle, wants to be in entertainment. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to do what I need to do to get to entertainment. Mm-hmm. And, and now we're here. there by myself, then I'm going to do I know, that's right. right. So right. that's what I, I went to do. But I just wanted to bring that back to a circle because, like, even the questions that you asked were very, very relevant. And as far as us talking about that, our living, what we did as kids, our upbringing, and, and how that stuff transcribes to now as adults, and bringing it all the way back to a full circle about like our original topic, which was being in an open relationship. And a lot of it, it all does fall on like, you know, thinking of mm-hmm. what the next person thinks right, about right, us. Right. That even is the major part. Yes. Even though we tell ourselves we don't care what the next person, what the next people mm-hmm. think. I, that little word in the back of your head. I don't like to. I care. Mm-hmm. Yes. You done thought about doing it, but you also ask yourself, what, man, what would my mama think? Yeah. What would my auntie what think? The first thought that comes to your mind is when y'all go to that barbecue. You mm-hmm. go to that next what family function. Yeah. What they gonna say? Yeah. All right. eyes on you at this point. Right. You got exactly. two girlfriends. Keep no, when you think, you gained a little weight, or yes. you got a little girlfriend, or you mm-hmm. gay? Oh, are I you? Are he you was cheating pay- on you? Are you paying I my bills? I always knew he was gay. I always I, knew I she was gay. I always knew. The folks know everything. Your husband gay. What is a respectful way to say to your elders? Mind your business. Right. It's not because you know what they're gonna tell you disrespectful. We are the people of our generation to change the narrative yes, of what yes. our people have set upon us. You know, yeah. like you just sat here and said, your mama may have gotten to some, some tussles or whatever if she would have been gay back in the day. But so much things happen over time where you were able to be openly and be gay. You know, you were able to play and go in the band and stuff, even though you hurt your little knickknacks and stuff. But you have a son, so if your son was like, Dad, oh, like, yeah. I don't want to play football. I actually want to do music. Mm-hmm. You're going to be like, do what make you happy. into this because yeah, this exactly. is what you want to do. Because right. you missed out right. on that as a kid. The same thing. You you may have kids one day or nieces and nephews mm-hmm. or whatever, and they come to you and be like, you know, Jazz, like, oh, this is something, like, I'm in a relationship, but I don't know how to bring this to them. And because you went through your whole thing with your marriage, you be like, you know what? 
Right. Somebody would have told me, Jazz, just stay in the relationship. But because you went through what you went through, you're going to be able to let them know, like, look, try it out. Mm -hmm. Bring up the conversation. And even you too, Lala, you got your kids. You had your experience. So you know exactly know what to do and what not to do when it comes to those very, very personal conversations. I still don't have it. I'm sorry. You may not. You learn as you go. I got an open mind. No, but you may not. But you do because you just sat here and said that there are certain things that you know that your daughter is very aware of. Because you made her that way. Because mm -hmm. you wanted to make sure she had that understanding. And even though life is still like learning and it's a journey, there's things that's in the back of your head that's going to click without you even realizing when mm -hmm. you say it. Because you wouldn't want her to feel like you feel. Because mm -hmm. it ain't it ain't no it ain't no it ain't no book to be a parent. It ain't no, no book. It ain't. it ain't no book to exactly. go through life. You know what I'm saying? So, me, and that's that's my I guess that's my whole point in like. I got over the fact of however my mama felt about what I was going through at the time because sis didn't know. You know what I'm but saying? I'm know. sorry, Ashley. Even but we can't use that as, as an excuse because at the end of the day, she brought you into this world, and that's that's the take. And they supposed on. to love you unconditionally. If, if it don't, you can't it don't give what you ain't never had. If it, but I understand. But it don't matter if my baby wanted to be an alien, if she wanted to be blue. I love her because don't nobody got her them. I love them because don't nobody got them like I got them. Right. And at the end of the day, if I don't understand why she want to do the things that she do, if I don't understand why she want to be the person that she's going to be when she grows up, if I don't understand nothing about her, she got my support because she came for me. Mm -hmm. And I know what it means. to. I, I ain't never lived on the street, don't get me wrong, but I know what it means to be out there alone feeling like nobody has your back. Yeah, because, right. I mean, necessarily. You feel like your mom loves you? She loves. She don't know how to love, but she loves me, and I know she does. It's just real that's toxic. The thing. And that's so. That's the thing. So my mom grew up in a very toxic household. You know what I'm saying? My granddad whooped my grandma. You know what I'm saying to death. So the only thing that my mama knows she wasn't gonna deal with is a nigga whooping her ass. Mm -hmm. um, but as far as love being shown. My mom not affectionate at all. You know what I'm saying? So, like, oh, hugging and, and kissing and all. Yeah, hugging and kissing. My dad, now my dad, he'll tell me he loved me 99 times. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? My but dad, my mom, awkward. we said it if I was going somewhere and she wasn't going to be there. You know what I'm saying? Or once I went to college, we'll say it all the time. Me and my mama didn't start hugging until I went to college. Mm. I think and what I makes it better is if she'll have an open relate, an uh, open mind to it now. It's a, it, yeah. We can't change what you did when I was younger. Right. But right yeah. now, are you willing to have to the conversation? Yeah. Are you willing to step out of your comfort zone? And that's zone? what matters. That's what matters. That's and the that, biggest part. That's why I said that earlier about therapy. Like, you should revisit that conversation. I'm not telling you what you should do. Now nah, my mama told me because me and my sisters all go to therapy. My mama's like, yeah, I'm gonna go to therapy and talk about how y'all make me feel. And I'm like, the, but that's it's the defensive. She, right. she thinks we're in therapy bashing her, and that's yeah. not the case. And that's what they think yeah. it is. Yeah. So she tell her how she feels, and then that therapist gonna enlighten her about how you. All you gotta do is pray about it. Lala. It's, gonna, it's gonna she's fix not it open to it, yeah. but it's okay because I'm open to it, and I'm. Gonna and you leave doing the, what you need to do for you. You know, I'm gonna leave that door open, and I just hope that you know. Even though we can't, we are supposed to give them grace. They are still adults, yeah. and they you an adult now, yeah. They still and have to be responsible. Right now, it's it's important shit. for them to be open. Yes, you weren't open when I was a kid, but now I'm I'm building a legacy. I am growing into this person. I'm learning things about myself every day. I can't support a person that's still dealing with the same ideologies from 1960. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So either you with me, or I'm gonna have to. Leave. I stopped talking to my mama for a whole month because Did you she. Yeah, I absolutely forget. I stopped talking That's to her for a month. 
but I, the the way that I know how to um, interact with her, like I didn't even bring up the thing that upset me the most. I just I started back talking to her and I let it go because this is my mom. She does not want to change, so I know how to how to deal with her. I know what capacity to deal with her in for my mental health. See, I never I never brought it up to my mom either. The, the only reason why it came up is because I be telling that I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> hey, look, I don't like, like how you did that, like big dog. Yeah, I'll, I'll do that now. Like I'll just be like, "Hey, nah, they, how you? What you said the other day? I went, I went mess with that." I think we're older now, though. Yeah, then, because at first, nah. But how did your mom treat you? We ain't really heard too much from you. Right. Wow. Crazy. Um, <laughs> on the spot. I was about to say that. That's why every time she talks, I got quiet. Yeah, like make sure she get her part. Talk your shit, Jazz. Okay. <laughs> so, um, my mom is very different. So, um, she's. Right now, married to a pastor. So a lot of things that I do in life, um, she's not okay with. So as far she's as not. no, mm. so but I'm grown at this right. point. So you're gonna have to get over it. So like me smoking weed, me you know out in the club, me kicking it. You, you know what drugs. I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like not everything. The marijuana, the reefer. It's crazy. So I'm going to talk about it. So anyway, I talked to my mom recently. You know about me talking to a girl. Mm-hmm. So um, how'd that go? Let me tell you about that. Um, <laughs> she was, um, she wasn't having it. She said, you know, I'm, yeah, she was livid. She said, um, I'm going to disconnect from you. Like, we won't talk anymore. Mm. And this was like recently. So I'm like, okay, you know, that's, per- I, that's it. I understand. I let it go. I respect your boundary. Brought it up again, probably a week later, said it again. And she said, this is the second time you said that, Jasmine. So, oh, she think it's a phase. Yeah, a thirty-two-year-old woman, she think it's a phase. So, and I told her, I said, "Mom, like, okay, it doesn't—it doesn't matter, like, who it is, girl, guy, whatever. It's whoever makes me happy at the end of the day." Right. So that was it. So I seen her today. She said we had the same conversation. Now she's uh, more understanding. Cause I told her, I said, "I'm your only child. So if you want to disconnect from your only child, that's perfectly fine. But at the end of the day, I'm not going to change what I'm doing. You know, I'm not going to like keep my happiness away just because. You know what I mean? So, um. It's better now. I think she's going to still feel away, honestly. But at the end of the day, it is what it is. I'm grown. And so uh, she don't pay on my bills. So, yeah. you know. But, I mean, earlier in life, I would have never told her nothing like that. You know what I mean? It, but the first thing she said, don't put that on Facebook, Jasmine. Cause you, cause you, because of she it's, it's an image? Man. Yes. Of it's, and that's, that, that's what bothered my mama. She always said so she didn't care, but why people got to know. You worry mm-hmm. about how why somebody going to. You worry how you worry about how people gonna feel about you as a parent. What I do as an adult has zero to do with what you taught me. You Absolutely. know what I'm saying? As long I, as I, ain't I went through life. Killing, yeah, I ain't. They don't understand that because like my mom saw me doing some stuff and she's like, "Why are you doing this? I ain't raised you. I ain't." It's not about what you raised me. Because you ain't the only person, happy, right? Right. But yeah. you know, and, and uh, it's crazy how like. A conversation can make something make so much sense, Mm -hmm. but bringing up that and letting that be the topic of today's episode, how do you feel about an open relationship? Mm -hmm. It's all based upon the stigmas of people of our past. It's not about our true feelings. Mm -hmm. It's about what you think somebody's going to think. None of that shit, Mm -hmm. and you would have propositioned me, a random person, (laughs) like because I feel like I'm um, a, a, a black woman that identifies as straight. And you would have come to me as a man and like, yeah, I want to date you, I want to provide for you, for you and another girlfriend. And that may not have none of those stigmas or those conditionings. So you would past. be open to it. I probably would have been like, you know what? So Let me think I'm about this. I'm going to work on a podcast and my own business. I could quit my full time and I could, I, this is what I can bring yeah. to the table. Mm-hmm. So you back know? to the open relationship, like, what are some um, boundaries that are no-go other than just 
You can't go back to your ex. Don't you do it without my permission. Don't do it without your permission. Don't do it's it without my permission. Yeah. It's a booty hole. It's a booty hole. You cannot touch my booty hole. You not playing with the booty shooter? Yeah, and it's, if it's, it's me setting it up. Cause you, you're not doing nothing. I'm, I'm doing everything. I'm setting the whole Let me pick her. Yeah, let so. me pick. Let me set it up. Let me do the time. You don't need no communication. Wow. I That's what we do. Look, it can't be no sneak. Cause I'm sorry, sorry, Dad, but men be sneaky. Y'all as be hell, as the fuck. But y'all so horrible this at this. This is where ridiculous. my half man shit come in. Okay, time out. Because, <laughs> hey, women are are the best con artists. I ain't gonna lie okay, to you. I, women, black know. women don't cheat. However, if we needed, like, if we ever I've had to do something, black man that cheated my life. I, and Let me I, introduce I'm you sorry, to my daughter's what? father. I, I will introduce you to my daughter's father. My ex-husband. My name is Ashley, and I support his message. That man played on my on, on every part of my young man. He's like my ex husband. My, my ex husband the same way. The reason why I'm divorced now. My daughter got three siblings the same age. My daughter has three siblings the same age. That man was sewing his seat. <laughs> royal oats, to be <laughs> well, exact. Yeah, that's what you <laughs> oh, wow. his royal oats. He would talk to you about it. Yeah. You had to be open. Ah, talk your shit, my boy. I was in an open relationship before I met, or a poly relationship before I met him. Why you ain't bringing it to this one? Nah. Because I was, I was, it was supposed to be different. Right. It was supposed. I was, I was enjoying my time with him, and we never really got to have the conversation because he lost my trust instantly. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's so amazing though. One thing that we all pointed out, like every single last one of us, is that what our parents or what our family members would think. Yeah, I, I, I mean, would be in an open relationship, bro, but my mama, mama, I would be in an open relationship, but my, my gotta uncle, home. Right. Uh, right. both of y'all can't come. I will come hand and arm in arm. They be like, man, you crazy. You want to be an entrepreneur. You need to go get this job and just sell this job. But see, yeah. but the thing that your family don't realize, yeah. what they don't realize is if you were in an open relationship with three people, just you and two other yeah. people, you could quit your job real quick, stay at home with the baby, let right. them work on everything, save and up really money. I really feel what I'm trying to feel. Exactly. Swap it out. You can go to, they can go to college and one of them can go to college. Y'all two make the money. So they you don't saying have I need two girlfriends all Women are nuts. I wouldn't recommend it. I wouldn't recommend it for myself. That's why I wouldn't be in a woman a relationship with a woman because I know I can fight her. I fight. I, I fight. So, <laughs> period. Maybe if everyone, <laughs> I don't know because I, 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 I get in my moves. I get in my moves. But that's what the thing though. You gotta get somebody that understands. Relationship if you getting in your mood. See, but my thing is like I do understand. I do understand that stuff. But you then, understand like, the concept. No, like I I understand it. An uh, open but, relationship like, is sexual. That's Kai, and I'm a Capricorn, and I hate uh, this part of us being Capricorns, but we are spiteful. What about Taurus? We gonna have a last laugh. Hey, I'm not even gonna lie to you. I don't like no tars, bro. Stubborn, stubborn as we go with the water, the cement, and the grass. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know know anything about zodiac signs at all. I know nothing. It's like y'all talking French and Spanish. We we could go down this rabbit hole, but this ain't the point of the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) See, I I think that when it comes down to it, like when it comes down to it, here's this my yeah no. I can do it if. A woman wants to do it. I can't do it. Uh, I open that shit when it comes out to two men. I can't do it. You know, that was right there. That's but why can't you do it? Why can't you be fair? Yeah, I've never I've never expanded my mind to that on a, on a sexual level, attraction level. Uh, oh, no. Level. Ain't nobody telling you to connect with that other male. Well, no, I'm just saying, if you're, if you're asking her for a threesome, well, why see, can't she ask well, you for the, the same thing? thing. See, that's why I say when I was like a floodgates in general. 
I wouldn't even bring it up because I know that would be a want from for a woman in general. Mm-hmm. And you got women out there that will say, no, I mean, as long as you're happy, but in the end, it's going to be resentment towards mm-hmm. the situation. Right. Yeah, right, because right. they so constantly making you happy, and they're not getting the happiness that they're giving you. But exactly. I could do it, though. I could. But would you be holding it over her head like, no. yeah, because that nigga was fucking you real good. And, no. See, and that's my problem, because if he get to doing too much, you got the role. You got the role. <laughs> you got the role. <laughs> get up and get out. We'll mail you your clothes. Hey, wrap it up. Wrap it up. You got to go wrap it She moaning too damn loud. You can use she it never for did sex. that. You can use it for sex, because it's just sometimes, you know, being with somebody for a long time is not going to be the same every single time. But what so, if it's just one time? Like, she just wants the experience one time. Say, if you if you want to use it for sex, just sex, just lust, I'd be more open to it. I pulled up the definition for an would open relationship. Read it to me. See, I'm an I'm a honest person. I can't feel away about that because I've thought about it. Okay. You okay. know what I'm saying? Okay. So I would try to respect what she comes But But before we do that, just tell me what I'm not doing. What you lacking. Yeah, but it's not necessarily something that you're lacking. It could, it could be just oh, I saw this guy in the club. You know what? Something people got on Aisha Curry because she felt like she wanted to be desired. Like all women underlyingly want to still know that they they got it, it. especially after having kids. Like, but what if you telling them that she's beautiful? What if you making her feel like it's not the same? It's not like you really doing everything you can do to make sure. Baby, when you when you have kids, your identity is no longer you. As a as a woman, like I get where you coming from. Like I'm, I'm telling you this, I'm giving mm-hmm. that. But it, but it's not saying that we somewhere else. I want to be able to say no. It's it like, ain't, it's, it ain't even that you want it. It make you feel good. Correct. It's like I need this. It's that, it's that feeling of I still. I got something to say. It's that feeling of I still got it. Yeah. You know, but if I have, if I like Lala was saying, if I go out I do and I've had kids. No, but but listen, I've had these kids. My body has changed. Any woman who goes through a body change, whether if it's because of kids or not, like you are going to want to hear something so you you can feel better about yourself. Right. It's, exactly. It's, I think that is selfish to be in. It's room. not it's selfish. selfish. It's, it's human nature. nature. This, this, scenario. It's not my scenario. I'm listening. Do you not think that it's selfish? I to don't have kids by a man. To to be in a relationship with a man. To to you know. Y'all have only been with each other, blah, 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 for a certain amount of time. Mm-hmm. You have a baby, and then I'm doing everything in my power to make sure I'm making you feel okay. But we've never had a conversation about how you feel. Mm-hmm. And then you you still looking for the, I still got it, outside of your relationship, because you got to think. The same thing that leads men into cheating, I'm a man, I can say that. The same thing that leads men into cheating is going out saying, I still got it. My Let me level with you, though. Have you, have you ever went, you have a child, right? Yeah. Did you go through a uh, body change, a complete body change after having your, or during your child? No, or ha- okay, me, I'm a mommy. I was 120 pounds before I had my child. When I had my daughter, when I had my daughter, I went to 160 pounds. In my mind, I was, I was fat. I was so disgusting. I had fupa. I had the C-section, C- C-section scar Shout here. I'm like, I'm ugly. My stomach ugly. My stomach used to be my prized possession. Right. My, my stomach was was flat as a board when I was uh, before I got pregnant. And then it had a little bitty pudge to it. If I show you a picture after I had my daughter, you'd be like, la la, you're out of your fucking mind. You look yeah. great. But That's how you felt at the time. My, my daughter's father cheated on me so much, I felt like I was disgusting. That's what I'm saying. But right. it took one of my friends to be like, 
Lala, you don't want to go back to that body. That was a childish body. Mm-hmm. You have a mommy body now. Now, now that put it in perspective. Mentally, for you me. grew. See, but yeah. would you have felt the same way you feel if he didn't cheat on you? Hey, he sweetheart, I I can walk out this door in, in jogging pants and in a burka, and a man will still tell me I'm right. beautiful. It don't fucking matter. If I don't feel like I'm beautiful, then nothing's going to make me feel beautiful, right. even no, if my man was supportive. No, what I'm, what I'm saying is, like, you had your you had your feelings, like when you said, man, like, I had went through this, I was ugly, blah, 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 and then he cheated on me, but that was icing on the cake. We can agree to that. Right. That was icing on the cake. Like, damn, I'm already feeling bad, and then this nigga go out and cheat on me after I just had his fucking baby? Mm-hmm. He the reason I look like this. Like, fuck, <laughs> right. motherfucker. Like, right. the least you can do is make me feel good. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you have a man that actually adore you, like I'm gonna speak on that. That's subjective, though. Like you gotta learn your lo- partner's love language. So that's, if you think that you're doing true. what you're supposed to do, but if your you partner doesn't register, that that's that's okay. yeah, you're not doing what you're supposed to do. It's what I'm saying. That's but we went too I, deep on this because what we're just saying it. Or me personally, I was just saying like, if I go to the gas station and a man don't holler at me, I, I'm gonna feel a certain way. Like, just tell me I'm cute. I don't. But so, I so that's what no. I was about you to say. Wanna, you just want to feel the compliment. Yeah, yeah. that's. You feel I think we're so used to feeling a compl- uh, compliments from your partner anyway. That's, so a, that, that, that's, that's what that's I was normal. about to say. Your partner's supposed to give you compliments no, daily. So yeah, that's what I was about to say. So, so from their perspective, it's like you supposed to tell me I'm I look good. Maybe you supposed to tell me I. So regardless of how you, because I'm going to speak from, from my standpoint, I'm, I'm on your side for yeah. sure. So it's like, wow. they, <laughs> it's the oh, half wow. man in me. Um, <laughs> but uh, they expect you to say it because they feel like you're going to say whatever to make them feel good. Exactly. Because since oh, I, you look good. Oh, your hair yeah. Good. Oh, you're not but, but at the same time, they feel like you just talking when in reality, no, I mean that. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, like you do look good. So my biggest thing with that, what's not registering with me, and I don't know if I'm just not, you know, it's not, Something not clicking. My biggest thing was that is like I understand that you want compliments from someone else and things of like that sort make you feel good. But it's like when you are in a relationship with somebody, when you're in a marriage, it's never you're never gonna just find people are gonna find you attractive, they're gonna compliment you, they're gonna compliment the man. Right. But when does those compliments make something happen into your relationship to where you say, Hmm, I'm getting complimented or not a lot. Let's try this out. You know, in terms uh, of the open relationship. I get what you're saying, yeah. That's what I'm saying. So it's like so you wanna say, I wanna in the open relationship, I want to explore the things because I'm finding men attractive. When you're always going to find men attractive no matter what. So I'm saying like, so are the compliments and the things that you're saying, is that not the flesh just telling you that that's what you want or is that, you know, or is that just you saying that I want something other than what I got at home? I would feel like... Because if I'm making you feel good, even if you're getting compliments, that's not going to be like, I still want something to come home mm-hmm. with. I still want to go step out. I still want to go and be in an open relationship. Right. That, that's my biggest... That's my only question. It's not right. the fact that you don't deserve compliments from men. If I think you're beautiful, shit, put them little shorts on for another nigga. Let tell that you nigga fine. tell you you're fine right. so, I, so I you can like come home like to me. When it comes I to that... I feel good no, I got a fine chick too. So that oh, God. If, if another nigga don't tell my girl she fine, I, I, I got to send her back. I got to send her back. The women... They be like, to the you know, they they make the jokes <laughs> about like, you Cinder. know, so you, you take it to the barbecue. If your uncle don't say like, oh, uh-huh. I see you, <laughs> yeah, she yeah, ain't Yeah, your cousin that put you to the side and, saying who she is. <laughs> hey, cuz, who is it? Like, when, when it comes to to that, you know, that extent of, um, oh, this person is telling me this. I, I want to explore this. I want to explore right, that. That's all I'm saying. Sometimes it's just the thought. Sometimes it's just the fantasy and not the actual action of doing something. So it's like... But we all have fantasies. We all have fantasies, but sometimes we're not going to act on them, Mm -hmm. you know? So it's okay 
to be human and have those feelings. Right. No, it definitely is okay. Right. I understand. I'm just saying to what aspect to where it's not coming down to just strictly I'm doing this because of how I feel and not because I feel like it will make us better in a relationship. You get what I'm saying? Right. Because there's a lot of stuff that you can cut out of how you feel. And right. It's a lot of stuff that a man and a woman can cut out how they feel and put it to the side because that's what you do when you're in a relationship. 80, right. 20. A relationship is never going to be 100%. That's it's, what I'm saying. Like, So if I loved you a, enough to say I want to be with you no matter how you feel, then yes, I will be open to an open relationship because now I'm doing that because I want us to be together forever no matter what happens. But if we're just, if I don't love you, if if, if I'm not that open-minded person that say I want to be with you no matter what, I'm going to love you no matter how you think, then I'm not going to be down for that. For the simple fact of I will feel like you're only doing this for yourself. Right. You know, that's, that's, and and that's, that's when, that's that when, that's when we, no, it makes sense. That's when we were talking about that earlier. It's like, is there an alter, alter motive or right, is this right. something that you really, really right. want to do? Yeah, I would just have to know that. Like, Correct. And that's why, and that's why we had made that statement that. earlier about like, you know, being able to pick who will come into your open relationship because you just not going to pick somebody from your past or you just not going to pick somebody you just want to have sex with. Yeah. Like, no, we're not going to do that. It has to be Trying beneficial. Trying to get that old thing but back. But we're, we're, um, we're coming to a, a, a wrap up. Um, the conversation was just getting good. I was trying to wrap it up before, but as we come to an end, I just, we didn't get to do it in the beginning because I was so excited, but I just want to go around real quick and have everybody introduce themselves. And uh, again, I'm so thankful for having you on my show. Again, this is the first episode, so we'll go ahead and start this way and we'll zigzag it to the back. Can I start by giving the definition of an open relationship Go first? Ahead. Thank you. Okay. okay. <laughs> before, before I introduce myself, the definition of an open relationship or open marriage is a marriage or relationship in which both partners agree that each may have sexual relations with others. Okay. Strictly sexual. Okay. And thank you so much for having me, Kai. My name is Lala. I am from Chicago, and I just moved to Dallas um, in January, and I'm happy to be here. Hey. Um, my name is Decorious, a.k.a. Diddy Mac. Um, I'm from Gulfport, Mississippi, but I currently stay in Fort Worth, Texas, and this definitely was a cool make sure we're on the next episode. Hey. You know what I'm saying? Y'all coming on more episodes. I'm just letting you know. Hey. hey. Oh, my name is Jazz, a.k.a. Granny Jazz. Granny um, Jazz. It's the cornbread hey. for me. Follow me on the gram hey. for your cooking needs. Um, I'm from Houston by way of Kansas. Been in Dallas for three years now. What it do? My name is Ashley. With the, the hoes. With the hoes. <laughs> you got to know that. Um, but I go by DJ Scoop. Follow me on Instagram, DJ Scoop underscore the number two, T-I-M-E-S. And I'm from Memphis, and I've been in Dallas almost two years. No, she got the perfect radio voice. Yes. Right. Yes. And I, I appreciate you guys so much. Good morning after podcast is coming to you guys with so many great interactive conversations. I know you guys are going to be laid up in your bed in the morning after, listen to it in the car on the way to your gym, and you're going to be interacting with the conversations. And again, it's your girl, Kyle Michelle, the hostess with the Moses. Shout out to um, Kyle. Shout out hey, to Kyle thank Michelle. You. You've been amazing. We're here, we're here. And just before we bellow on out, I have one quick question to ask you. You just let me know. Do you prefer, prefer morning sex or night sex? Ooh. Wow. It's both an option? Right. You know, morning sex is better than coffee. So. It really is. Yeah, morning six. Morning six. Yeah. Now, okay. <laughs> man, see this. Honky yeah. breath. Oh. I'm gonna give. I know we wrapping up, so I'm gonna give a real quick. I say night sex. That ain't quick. I'm a, I'm a, look, look. I say night sex because I don't know why, but morning sex is just 
it, it don't never have that long lasting. It's, it gets the oh, day straight, gotcha. but it's never that long lasting experience because you're waking up and you want it right then. So you know that ain't gonna be as long and as gotcha. enjoyable as night. I'm a, I'm gonna go with morning sex because you walk in the job and I'm the supervisor today. You feel me? I'm a, I'm I'm handling everything. Yeah. So and also morning sex gives you that. That, uh, that urge for you to hit, get it again at night. It gives you that pessimistic mm. that morning. Oh, okay. Baby, I'm walking up. I'm buying donuts. For Hell yeah. What? Did y'all want coffee? Send in a text message. Look at that nice sex as a reset for your next day. Like, well, let that me, morning, let that me morning, morning sex hit different. I'm up early. Yeah. I done made two breakfast fridge toast with potatoes, and I picked up donuts for the office. Yeah. Hey, Josh. Right. I, I, I see Karen's out. Do you want me to do her job, too? I can. It hit different when she get up and then start cooking breakfast. She ain't got no clothes on None. though. She just in there trying to hurry up and cook. You need an oil change because I can do that. I don't know how, but I can do it. <laughs> thank you guys so much for coming out. Thank you for having us. Yes, thank you for having us. I enjoyed it. I appreciate oh, yeah. you, all my friends and their businesses that you can get. Like I said, we got uh, Granny Jazz. She will be tagged in the episode. We got DJ School two times. Yes, we got sir. Andy Mac with his music. All these people are somebody that you're going to connect with. <laughs> you can listen to us. We're going to be on the Kickback app. And after that, y'all, good morning. Good morning.